I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. This is a Taylor song? What? No, no, no. This no. Isn't we're, a Taylor song. We're, we're, we're setting it up. We've got to set it up right yeah, now. Yeah, we've got to tease it out, yeah. guys. Oh, Warren was just thinking was about when joke. he's going to take his first hike. That was <laughs> a fun <laughs> joke for me. used to like doing that. Uh, used to like doing that. You should like, get you know the what? boots and a backpack oh, and I everything some, else. I have some boots. I'm just I It's like, like uh, what's it on Price is Right? The uh, or the guy, the mountain climber, yes, that guy, yes, that guy. Even when I was like eight years old, I'm like, really want him to fall. <laughs> I really want you that been a hater from the, the jump. I went watching people win's no fun, but they think it's gonna get there and then over the edge he <laughs> goes. Funny. Um, but one of my favorite experiences from the entirety of that whole day, the whole 12 hours that I was in Taylordom or whatever, was. We were driving from Marina Del Rey to SoFi Stadium. Marina Del Rey was where like the our pregame was, and then we were driving over. And I packed my car. It was me and uh, four of the people, my two sisters and my two friends. And we were blasting Taylor Swift. We were all in our cost our costumes. I, I'm going to say. Our what was outfits. your costume? So I wore this like galaxy sheer shirt with um. Uh, like okay, black stupid shorts. question. I don't know what that means. What's galaxy so, sheer? So I thought you meant like the soccer team for a second. I'm like well, that's a weird choice. It had constellations on it. Oh, okay. so it's like okay. and sheer is when you can. It's like there, no, I know sheer. Okay, I just didn't okay. know the galaxy part. Sorry, comma sheer. Is okay. what I was trying to say. So and you then like I had, that Mauricio Cienfuegos pull by the way. That's an old school <laughs> galaxy player. Sorry, would have gone Zlatan myself. And then I had LAFC station man. Come on. Then I had like a heart sequin eye and then some glitter on my eye because um that's what she does in one of her album covers and then i had 13 on my hand so we are windows down blasting taylor swift going and most people on this road at this point in time were other taylor swift people and so we would pass by other cars they would see one that we were playing music and two that were all dressed and they were like hey guys hey swifties and they would like wave and say hi this one limo we passed rolled down their window and was like jamming out with us and stuff it was just like a very fun cool experience just to be like it's almost as if you're going to a football game. You're like, oh, I was going to say, there's there's a collective experience that's always fun. Yeah. Right? That if you were all going to the same thing for the same reason, have it's what makes games fun. And you get little pockets of the opposite fan, depending on where you're going, sometimes more than pockets. But I went to a couple of Dodger games. over. It's just always fun because everybody's kind of pulling on the same end of the rope. You all want the same thing to happen. It's it's just a great atmosphere. And then yeah. when it's something even more unique, like a Taylor mm-hmm. Swift show, because she's not doing 81 of those a year, totally. she's doing them occasionally, that thing just gets pushed through the right. roof. And her, so another thing about that too, comparing to NFL, it's like a lot of times, like those spaces are mostly male dominated, like male fans. There obviously are female fans that are really passionate, but most of the most passionate people are the male fans of these franchises. But to have like women have this connection 
fashion and like be super excited about this stuff is crazy. The merch sales from this tour have almost outsold the NFL last year. So I've heard that this sales. is like a real issue for yeah. the tour is yes. that like this is the part that gets kind of dicey in terms of like people actually not being very nice to each other. Yes. Is that these Conflict. merch drops have yes. turned into situations. And again, the Black merch Friday is bad. situations? Like, <laughs> not dissimilar. Yeah. Yeah. The merch is bad and it's expensive, but people will wait. Bad is even high, poor quality or just uh, bad design? Poor quality design? and bad design. Ugly. Yeah. And people will wait two and a half hours. My friends waited two and a half hours in the stadium to, to get this stuff. Exactly. That's what I don't get. That's what I, I I check out on that one. I bought mine online months ago and just I think it's the same thing. So I'm fine with not getting it at the Smart. stadium. See, she's a pro seasoned vet <laughs> out of the parking the lot with, with the quick box. news. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly, exactly. Cousin will hook you exactly. up. <laughs> and your question too you about want? the bathroom situation, I had only go, <laughs> I had to use it once or whatever. But, um, it was you had to time it out. Some some people went in different times. None of us wore diapers. Okay, wow, really uh, Jorge, is wow. that a thing uh, that people do? Okay, so everyone's that was like, a story. oh, there's, that was a story. there's stories on. Uh, it's it's not. I feel like it's like one person one, on TikTok caught, exactly. said it. At one Are you point protecting in time. your house here? I mean, like <laughs> if one person does it, that's one person. <laughs> I, I understand. I just have no idea, and I also don't know if that person's like lying or not. They so, could be lying for whatever. There was a uh, uh, my brother-in-law. Depends. One of his friends was telling a story. He went to school at Oklahoma State, and there was Stillwater. a bar in Stillwater that had a promotion. Oh yeah, where the ba- bladder bust. The the bla- that until somebody had to use the bathroom, all beers were a dollar right. or whatever. That's yeah, such yeah, an archaic that. college it, move, but it, yes. It but and so people started wearing the adult diapers into the bar so they could just sit there and That's, until somebody that, broke see, the seal. The thing about that is, is that like. Diapers are designed for emergencies, not for recreation. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to tell everybody, if you are going to the Taylor Swift concert the rest of this week, here are the, sh- the um, times that you can go to the bathroom. You can go to the bathroom during All Too Well because it's 10 minutes long. You can hear guide. it. You can go during 10 minutes of that song. You can go during Tolerate It. That's a very long song, a re- really long enter uh, like entrance to the song. So you can do it there. And then you could also do it right before Folklore. So those are the three times that you can go to the bathroom Room, lines will be short and you can take advantage. Well, so I, I love, by the way, you missed it. That 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 was <laughs> that the toilet is, emoji next to all the time. <laughs> that o'clock is the service journalism we're here for here at Swift Seven Ten. Okay? It's gonna help y'all understand help y'all. that, and I mean that in all earnestness. If I was going to the concert and I did not know and I heard that, I would be arranging my schedule according to that. I'd need to know. This they have they have websites for this for movies now where when you can go to the bathroom yeah. and not miss major plot points. I that is a tremendous say, work out of you. I could be wrong here, but I want to say that Carson Palmer and his brother Jordan yes. developed that app. Yes. The when to really? go to the bathroom during movies. Really? Like this is the spot that you go where you don't miss anything. Wow. So this I is a pack ten product. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. uh food was fine. We had we had some pizza that we over uh, paid for in the stadium because my friend wanted it and wait, I had wait, hold on a second. You guys pre-gamed. We told me about like the wings yes. and, and stuff like that. You ate in the stadium, and so, then you had provisions for the ride home. My friend has diabetes, so she needed like food oh, okay. and stuff there. So that's okay. why, that's why she got it. But okay. the food, the the pizza was serviceable. Because uh, I want to hang out with these guys. Because if they're doing, if they're doing three a lot of eating meal breaks on. in a one that's evening, a lot. Yes. I'm 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 well, bringing a lot of calories, jumping up and down. I was gonna say it also. It's a long stretch. I feel like you're eating out of boredom on some level there too, because you're just sitting in the stadium doing so much. Never a wrong time to eat. Okay, fair enough. Yes. <laughs> There's never a wrong time to eat. I got a new grill over the break too. Really, my man nice. Henrick from uh, Barbecues Galore. Not a barbecue aisle. A barbecue store. Correct. Uh, he came out and 
put in a new grill and it is he self-installed no, no, no. No, okay i was team. gonna say his i was about team to say you got a henrik installed no, daniel and his team came <laughs> out and did it and they were great and i've yeah. never been so i'm taking pictures i was gonna say did you people. did you jump in or were you just excited to open the box cooked like, on it that night of course you did oh is cooked. that what the pictures were from yes oh yes new grill wow. yeah yeah Man. brand new wow you should see it for those of you not watching on youtube the <laughs> smile on his face about as big as I've seen. I it in a sent long pictures time. to Jorge and Emily. Yeah. I'm like, look, the first uh, the, the uh, so the they ma- didn't even the understand what was going on. That's great. Yeah. What'd you do on the grill for the maiden voyage? Tacos. Yeah. Did a little shocker. Carne asada uh, and some chicken thighs and the thighs. Oh, <laughs> good. stop! Oh, stop. We love the thighs. The, you got to the t- thighs. It's where all the flavor is. Again, where the dark meat is. Again, it's, it's just yeah. Again, yes. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Correct. They look, they look good though, right, Jorge? Oh, delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Made a couple of fresh salsas. Just, you know, one of those things. <laughs> Made a pineapple jalapeno margarita. Those sound delectable. I like that. Nice. Pretty okay, good. so you had, a, you I, had I, a strong weekend. Well, I got off to a bad start. So, Slee, this is, by the way, this is Slee's fault. I haven't even told him I'll this I'll see you yet. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I caught whatever of that disease that he had. Oh. I caught that. The Slee disease. On the first day of my vacation. Oh, that sucks. So, that's on Friday, Susan... Uh, Two Fridays ago, Susan and I go see Oppenheimer. It was fun. It was good. We had a good time. At the end of the night, I'm like, eh, I don't feel so great. Wake up Saturday morning, I'm sick. Okay. Like, I do not feel well. Um, go to a Dodger game that night and not feeling my best through the Dodger game. Barely made it. Do not get off the couch all day Sunday. Do not get off the couch all day Monday. Oh wow! I, I'm wiped. And so this is a real like, staycation. This is uh, our vacation. Like, I'm like, I. I can't be more than 10 feet from that place right. over there. Uh, okay. I, I got to be – we're not going anywhere, right. right? Totally, absolutely wiped out. Then the girl came later in the week. And oh, we're, suddenly, we're yeah, that's like, that's like, like, that's like when, you're, when you're sick with your parents, and then all of a sudden you laugh at something on TV. Like, you're not you're sick not anymore. Sick. Yeah. What are we doing? You Can know? I go over to Timmy's? <laughs> Whoa, I thought you were sick. <laughs> not anymore. 710's unprecedented Rams training camp coverage wraps up tomorrow at UCI. Myself and DeMarco Farr we will be live from camp 10A to 1P for a special edition of Trav and Slee. You can join us for free tickets. Go to therams.com slash training camp. was out there yesterday. It, I say this every year, but it gets a little bit better year yeah. to year. That first year when the Rams came back, I remember going to that first training camp and looking around and people were like, I don't know. Irvine, what are we doing here? And and the fans were, at best, lukewarm. Like, who are these guys? What is it? And now, those training camps, they're a ton of fun. They're sold out. People are all over the place. Sean McVay has brought an energy and an identity yeah. to that team. It's it's incredibly exciting. Even though this year's team, I don't think it's going to be a great football team, right? but the buzz relative to what it was when it started is impressive. I'm not some huge NFL guy and never really have been, at least in the last 10 years, 15 years of my life, but when I went out there, when Sedano and Cap did a show, I went out there one day. It was a ton of fun. Like there was, it, a, it was a solid environment. And I'm not the kind of person that will usually show up at training camp just for kicks. I did there at Irvine, and I really enjoyed it. Good job out of the Rams. Got to spend a little time with Stetson Bennett. He did an interview with me and Kirk and uh, Big guy. Emily was standing there. Huge guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like I, 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 not quite. I get it. All different, you know, shapes and sizes in the NFL. Quarterbacks are usually pretty big guys. <laughs> He, you have to see, see other, other other big guys, you know? Yeah. Yes. He's like my size, and he's I'm not a not big a guy. big man. Yeah. Kirk asked him about it, too. He's, you know, he's average size for human beings. I think the word they use in some communities is flaquito. He's really, like, never mind short. He's not tall. He's not particularly short. He's probably, I don't know, what, M5'11", maybe? 
Six feet, maybe? That's generous. Okay. Yeah. He's skinny. Yeah. He's skinny. Like, skinny football players scare the you-know-what out of me. Especially when they're not kickers. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's you know. He's got a little bit of that quarterback yes. charisma thing. Like, you could got tell. the Riz. He does the, the Riz, riz. <laughs> for sure. That he, I, I dropped that on Emily yesterday. She yeah. looked at me like, what in the world are you talking Yo, about? No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rewind. You said that unprompted on the air. Yes. After, after. Where is the clip? Us. I need yeah. to hear it. We'll, we'll find it for you. Please yeah. do. Yeah. I must know the context yeah. in which you said that. Why are you so surprised? <laughs> you know what? I he shouldn't be. You do have younger kids. You have kids. <laughs> You're delivering things to colleges. You probably hear th- something bleeds Riz over God. into the lexicon here and there. Riz that's that's fair. Right? <laughs> Exactly. That's fair. That and, is know, fair. And as somebody that just you know has the riz pouring off of me, I like to be able to use the uh, vernacular. But he did have that. Right. He, he had this. No, dude, I won two national championships at Georgia. Like this, this didn't happen right. on accident. Exactly. This happened. And he's because, a god at Georgia too, by the way. And he should be. He, I mean, he won two national titles exactly. in the heart of college football country. It's a big, big deal. And then you watch him with all those superhuman beings out there like yeah, yeah, ooh, a little right. but he also was using his feet like he has that kind of maybe extra something there that like with Jared Goff and with Matthew Stafford they're both very very much pocket presence yeah. guys and then maybe you have a little bit of run as well as like he can throw the ball because we had that last year with one of our backups um, I'm forgetting his name right now but he could run and so that was something that they tried to use. But maybe with Bryce Sesson, Perkins, can, are you yes, thinking about Bryce Perkins? Yeah. Maybe with um, Stetson Bennett, they can use something like that. He's a good football player. I, I think he, he will be yeah. fine. But it was just it was surprising that he was as slight as he was. Oh. I just I because Matthew Stafford looks like an NFL super player. big boy. Yeah, yeah. and he, he he looks like the he's relatively big even for an NFL quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah, that's that's a very big difference. Was at the Coliseum. I think it was covering. I think it was a Rams Vikings Thursday night game at the Coliseum a few years ago, and. I'm going in the press box and set up, and I'm, I'm going to go hit the, the men's room real quick before the game starts. Come out of the press box. I'm going fast. I'm not paying attention where I'm going. And I literally right into somebody, bump into them, like, okay. like shoulder to shoulder, heart. And I went, boom, boom, like knocked back. Right. I'm almost always heavier sure. than the other That's person. That's not a normal encounter you're having. I don't go this way, right? right? I usually go forward and the other person. I ran into Peyton Manning. Oh, he yeah. He made me feel like a child. Yeah, he's a huge dude. He's enormous. Enormous neck, enormous cranium as well. It, he's he's like six foot six, and he's broad. Sh- I'm like, oh, yeah. Man, People forget. Like, this, is, right. this is not for mortals. <laughs> <laughs> this is for very, very select slice of human beings along the way. All right, let's go back to the Pac-12. It is all but dead. They got one season to go, and the football will be the football. But what about everything else? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Yates is in for Slee on 710. ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... 
doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So this is by far her best performance of the whole night. She has this. This is the pyrotechnic set. Okay. This is the reputation set. She has all these snakes that come out because this is post-Kanye album. And so there's snakes on the ground, snakes in the sky. It's really, really cool because people are calling her a snake at this time. So she's putting into all her set. But this song, Don't Blame Me, is saying, like, don't blame me. Love made me crazy. If you doesn't, if you... If it doesn't make you crazy, you're not doing it right. So you're just like, uh, it's this a really... is where the real cultish element of her following. Well, comes no, it's in. it's that's the lines of the thing, but it's more of like the whole thing you is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. It's, it's uh, you know, it's one of her songs that is uh, about adult time. So I think it's like a, one of her sexier songs. Okay. That's why I like this song. Um, shouts to 805 <laughs> Raider who says, I believe you've hit the quote on discussing anything close. Taylor Swift related. Listen, Not it's close. Swift 710 today. D- you're lucky we don't come back from a break and I try to hit the post <laughs> like an old school pop DJ. DJ. That could happen. <laughs> that could still happen. Bad Blood's probably the only song I can do that for. We'll see if we can make that happen. Yeah, we can do. Uh, do you want the Kendrick version? I don't think that's going to matter in hitting the post, but it okay. might. Oh, yeah, because he starts the song. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna botch it anyway. It's not a big okay. deal. But okay. you're setting yourself up for failure. Well, I just I'm just saying, like, you know, we could be going all out with this considering we're rebranding yeah. Swift seven ten. But uh yeah, this song's my one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time and it's it's this, really good rock centered too. This is not one that you're suggesting for me as my choice. I am suggesting it for you. Th- this is the second choice? Second choice. Okay, I, I like the first one I, a lot I, better. I think you like the first one a lot better, yeah. but this was my maybe if you want to go a different route too. I, I like the one because I had the other one is a little more rock and roll and Plus, it's about hating things, yes. which I like. Um, so, okay. So, as you know, Greg Bergman and I do Blue Review uh-huh. most days of the week that we can. When I'm not doing when it. When you're not doing it, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> this day, we talked about, or today, I talked about uh, Walker Bueller, which is another discussion we could have later in the show, who yeah. should not be pitching. Mm. Um, but here's the thing. We normally tape that program on Zoom. That's what we do. We get on Zoom, we record it, and then Carlo or the social team edits it, and they post it. I read a headline this morning. Headline, Zoom can now train its AI using some customer data according to updated terms. Let me tell you something. I would like to stop using Zoom for Blue Review. As a result, this is the kind of thing that freaks me out. And not in terms of like... I don't even know how to say this. I just don't like contributing to what is eventually going to be the takeover of the very humans that we do our jobs with. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want you using my face or my voice for AI. No, I do not want you you recreating some digital version of me. No, I'm going to stop using Zoom is what I'm saying. These are in the updated terms of agreement. Like most people probably don't even know that they're signing into this. I'm very afraid of this. I, I... I don't love this. I share your general sense of doom that this is going to ultimately lead us to. It's unethical beyond doom. That's a separate matter. Fine. Doom, unethical, however, your sensibility that you're discussing, I'm with you. 
But unless you're going to live your life completely off the grid, not use no, it. No, I know. It, it's, I, I, and this is where I just have kind of decided that I'm in one of those pods in the Matrix and living in the pink jelly. And it's just that's fine. fine. That's because fair. there there is no way to avoid it. It's there's sure, ways to avoid Zoom. There's ways, but it, that, yeah, it's, it's not just going to be Zoom. It's gonna If you have one of these in your pocket. If that's you have fine. Of computer, this has utility to me every day I, that I, I can. I understand that. But my point is they're collecting everything about everybody all the time. And when it's time. For them to become, is it sentient, Emily? Do I always get that word? No, pressure. Well, no, no, sentient is when you sentient, become when they uh, become self-aware. Oh, yes, when self-aware. Oh, yeah. when the machines become self-aware. Yeah, yes, that one. That's one I can never get right. It's over. So I'm just going to enjoy the ride while it lasts if because machines- we're getting closer, and it is what it is. And short of me building a hut in the middle of the Mojave Desert and living by myself, <laughs> they're saying. getting my stuff. This is a fight I will fight for. God forbid. The sake of humanity. You, you, you're fighting the fight that I fight with valet parking. I'm not, right. <laughs> I'm Which not, is, I'll walk three miles to save $2, just basically on the principle of the whole thing. That's fine. <laughs> that's funny, because I'm actually the opposite of valet. I'm like, I'll take the valet every time, because I just don't feel like walking. But this is just, I, I mean, if we, can, if we can avoid it, if I can avoid contributing to AI's takeover of the world, I will avoid it. I might not be fighting it, but I'm certainly dodging it. <laughs> You're, best I can. You, you might be slipping a punch, but they're going to knock you out. Tim Anderson situation. <laughs> That's terrible. Spe- that was, okay, so let's play this. This yes. is the uh, Cleveland Guardians radio call oh, this of is the fight. It's terrific. Elite. It's ter- Not only is it amusing, but it's exactly what you want from your play. Yes. He just, you, even if you've never seen this, you know exactly what's happening. Here it comes. A swing and a smash to first by the diving Vaughn. Down the right field line. Kicks into the corner. Ramirez on his way to second. Head first slide. Safe and in to score is Jimenez. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. slide. Hosey never gets upset about anything. They came up chewing. Anderson squared off. Hosey decked him. (laughs) It's a five to one Chicago lead, but everybody from the dugouts and the bullpens congregated around second base. You never see Jose Ramirez get upset like that. And Tim Anderson was on the wrong side of that punch. It that's Tom Hamilton who yeah. who's, who's on the call for the Cleveland Guardians, and it's perfect. It, it literally there are very few times where he describes the play. It's a double down the right field line, safe hustle double, and then oh, and it's perfect. They're fighting. Okay, now I have a picture. I'm, right, they're swinging, which is which vitally is very important. rare. <laughs> vitally in major important. league baseball fights. Because if you are a baseball fan, you know that those fights and his level never... of his level of excitation is increasing. Yes. so you know you, they never fight. They're swinging. You're like, yeah, <laughs> down goes Anderson. <laughs> down goes Anderson. Not only is it an homage to you know, down goes Frazier, which tells you how great the Cassell call <laughs> is. Is that yes. you can reference it with not even the same name, and you know what it. <laughs> is perfect in moment oh. in time everything about it gives you a little about uh jose ramirez great. along the way just a terrific call everybody loves that 
Except for Tim Anderson. Sure. And sure. like, but to be fair, like we're laughing. That that wasn't even about Tim Anderson. You no. know what I'm saying? That wasn't even about who was in it. It was just a well executed. And here's the thing. Broadcasters, play by play guys, they have routines. They get into things. They get used to saying certain things. You know this. You 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 get but when you get an opportunity yes. to spread the wings yes. and you nail it, oh, that guy's gonna be on a high for a week because he absolutely Knocked it out of the park. And, with it, that. It, and I, this is a little bit of your favorite flavor of ice cream. It's just sure. my preference is succinct and short. And they're fighting, they're swinging. Down Dang. goes Anderson. Perfect. The timing of the fight helped out too because, like, it wasn't, it, it was it, three things happened literally in succession. He didn't just say them in succession. That's legitimately how they occurred. And he was just on top of it. Oh, Tim Anderson, say- man, went from. A rising star in Major League Baseball, a guy that a lot of teams had their eyes on as somebody that maybe they might want to target, come free. The Dodgers and Tim Anderson have been dancing seemingly for a couple of years as a potential mate, and now all of a sudden, he can't get a hit, he can't get the ball out of the ballpark, his team is terrible, and then that happens. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. You know, he was a guy that a lot of, particularly black American baseball fans, really rallied behind in terms of what he represented about what we could do on the ball field, and it just hasn't worked out for him being in the spotlight, whether it's his personal life, whether it's being on the field. I mean, the guy hit a home run three weeks ago, and it was the first time he hit one in a calendar year. I know. And that was like, I think for all the people who are like, oh yeah, Tim's having a rough year, that stat really, really opened eyes as to, oh, this has been much worse than we realized, and does he need a change of scenery? Likely. But I also think the TA is in a position where he's got to reevaluate what he wants to be as a ball player and what he wants to be as a professional in the world, never mind in the major leagues. And so when you see him kind of melting down on Twitter, that's unfortunate. You can see the guys going through it. He's obviously embarrassed. Yeah. You know, but he's a guy with a lot of talent. He's got a lot of talent, and you hope he can find it again. I want to know who's sleeping in the White Sox dugout. That was the other White Sox thing where Kenyon Middleton comes out and says that the place is a tire fire. And he's like, we got guys sleeping in the bullpen during the game. I'm like, "Uh, names, please. Yeah, guys, you need to know. (laughs) Rookies. Rookies. That can't happen. 10 out of 10 on the that can't happen scale. Although, TA, that was a 15 out of 10 on the that can't happen scale. Bold to sleep at your job. I mean. You ever fallen asleep at work? Yeah, when I was in college and I was a cook at this uh, bar that was basically like a, you know, Brennan's, like where you do trivia. I basically worked at a bar like Brennan's, and let's just say I had one too many behind the line. Oh, okay. And uh, might have zonked out. You know, I wasn't the only person there. It wasn't like the fire was going or anything. You know what I mean? There was another guy in the kitchen, but or you ever fall asleep at work? Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the yeah, last time yeah. I did. Overnight, when you were at Denny's, overnight as a waiter, go yeah. to the corner booth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it not in a similar situation, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I might have aided my own sleep in that day yeah. on that day. My only jobs have been in this, in this industry, so I will plead the fifth on this. <laughs> uh, because, So you yeah. mean Friday you were fully awake? No, no. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It was that is funny. After, you know, I, yeah, overnights. I worked at Sears in high school in the uh, in the men's department one okay. summer. And fitting rooms? Uh, well, not in the fitting room. So they have the stock room, right? right. And my, my dad worked for Sears for a long time. And so my dad got me this job, and I'm like, I was terrified that something. So one of the guys that's working there, and again, you're working the men's department at Sears part time, all these things. One guy goes, dude, you know, you, know what, you know what you need to do when you get a little tired. I'm like, what? He goes, just go take a couple of those jeans off of the shelf in the oh, stock no, room. Cover you can up. make a little bed back there. <laughs> no one ever goes back there. And this dude would go out there and knock out for 20 minutes at a time back there. Just passed out on the jeans wow. in the stock room. 
That's that's impressive. Yeah. When I worked a little bed out of tough skins. When I worked at the Washington Post, it was in the old building where they used to have a press in there in the basement. So like there were a couple floors that were just like machinery. But like there was bathrooms in there and there was a couple if I had to really like, you know, you have those late shifts sometimes and you're like, bruh. I cannot look at you people for much longer. I certainly can't leave the building, but I got to find a place. Fourth floor, baby. That thing had a lot of nicks and, cr- nicks and crannies. <laughs> There's some spots. There's some fantastic. spots for sure. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, guys. I've been talking so much about uh, my Saturday night with Taylor Swift that I haven't even mentioned that I went to Disney on Friday. Mm, That was a fun experience. I took my two sisters and one of my sister's first time at a Disney property. Oh, okay. uh, She had a great time. Uh, Everyone enjoyed themselves, but I'll I'll talk about it. Road corn dog? Of course. Okay. Okay, Monster weekend from. M, by the I'm way. I'm exhausted. Didn't even mention what happened Sunday, but go on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, my first thing is. My road corn dog idea is the best idea I've ever had. Travis, back to cat. Well, look, but let me explain I, the road corn dog. Sure, yes, please sure. do. So um, you you start your here's my Disney perfect scenario. You start in California Adventure. Uh-huh. You do your first half of your day California Adventure. You get your drinks in. You get your food in over there if you want, and you get all those rides over there. Then you end your night over at uh, and kind of at dusk is when you leave California Adventure. You do evening. At the other side, what's it called? Disneyland. Disneyland? Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) At Disneyland. (laughs) And then you do whatever you want to do over there. You end... Bef- you leave before when everyone's getting ready to line up for the fireworks or right as they're starting you get your corn dog you uh, get corn dog meal it has corn dog uh, chips, chips and a drink and, and sometimes you get a pickle too if you're into pickles and Who then you bag it up you essentially run out of there get the bus <laughs> and then you eat it while you're driving home or when you're waiting to leave the car depending on the traffic this is strong alright so road corn dog is my best idea you've had a lot of good ideas and I don't want to exclude other good ideas at the expense of this, but off the top of my head, I don't, you haven't given me anything better than that. That oh, mean, you it, guys are missing out. What are we missing? Downtown Disney Buy if you're going to, if you're going to eat it on the road, yeah. Buy the monorail. Yes. There's carts in yeah. between the monorail and where they have the taco stand. There's carts oh. and they have different types of corn dogs, different flavors, 
different. Yeah, it's just different corn dogs. You guys are doing it wrong. There's I haven't even seen those. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't get it at the park. Yeah, there's it's different flavors. But I, I will say yeah. this, though. The corn dogs at Disneyland. I also don't need Disneyland different flavors of corn dogs. Pretty good. <laughs> regular corn dogs. No, I'm just saying there's a variety. You there's a there's something different. Classic. Yeah. Right? Authentic. Yeah. There's the classic <laughs> little sweet cornbread covering. Yeah, I mean, that's a corn dog. I will say this is fact, but only on the fact that I want to admire your generalized planning skills at large-scale events. Yes. This is clearly a strong suit of yours, <laughs> and that's something I appreciate in people in general. Someone hey, has to do it. <laughs> we've got a plan, and you don't have to be a tyrant about it. It's just, hey, it works. And if it works, yeah. why not give it a shot? Because I the alternative is yeah. the potential worst the, day the, of the, the of problem week. with this is, and yeah. I don't disagree with you, that there are certain things that I have to have my hand on the wheel or I can't tolerate it because I have a plan okay. and I want it to go a certain way, right? My Rose Bowl day. I'm yeah. in charge of that of from beginning to end. That's my thing. We're doing it you know like it this. Works. We're showing up here. We're bringing this. You bring this. And it works out perfectly. The problem with the planning comes into where if Emily has a plan and I have a plan and my, our plans don't jive, now we got problems. Okay. Because now we got now, bad blood. N- not even bad blood, but well, I want to do this. <laughs> here on Swift. I, I have no interest in doing that. Yeah. I don't want to okay, do that. That's and fair. And then the person that has their hand on the wheel is usually committed for a reason. But I don't mind dealing with the person that has their own plan because then you can swiftly deviate from their plan and make your own plan and they the person who's like yeah. oh well maybe we can do maybe no, no. we can do we're I going over here about, I don't know that is the That's, worst that is the I, worst I, I the absolute worst to the person who has the most experience or expertise in whatever thing so I had been to this Disneyland multiple times and so that's why I took the reins but for me when I go into something I clearly go What's everyone's goals? Yep. What does yep. everyone want to do, and what is something you you can't do with like without? Well, Emily, yeah. you know how to run an offense. Okay. <laughs> My goal Your is to program find out is effective. What the other varieties of corn dog are? What are what's down there? That's uh, a, I, I don't that's know. That's a side quest. That's head. a side quest for you. Yeah, you got to find out. That's a definite do, side yeah. quest. I do drive by there every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Might I'm as just well. Saying that this seems hey, like field research. You got free parking. <laughs> and right. those corn dogs are great corn dogs. They are good. Too. All right. So um, last night was the premiere of season two of Winning Time, mm-hmm. and so oh, this is yeah. not a spoiler, but there okay. is a scene in which um, the buses play Monopoly, and then it kind of leads into something else. So I'll say there uh, is a <laughs> there is a game that you cannot play anymore with your family because of how intense it gets. Yates, Patrick Cap. That's cap with me. Like I said, I I am not, contrary to popular belief, I'm not one of these people. So if you don't know what happens, basically they play Monopoly. You can guess who goes overboard with it. I'm just not one of those people. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no situation in which I'm going to- in your family like that? No, not really. You know what I'm saying? Also because like I'm also really good at diffusing that in other people in home situations. It's like, really? You're going to blow up the game so that you can go nuts? (laughs) Be that guy. Like be that guy. I will make fun of you to everybody I know and that will be shameful for you. So pipe down and chill out and let's get through this you know what i'm saying those days for me are over of losing control at family board games all right trev we don't my like extended family we don't play a ton of board games. occasionally we will and it goes off pretty seamlessly we don't mm. because my my family both my immediate family and extended family we silently see that each other oh, there it okay, doesn't get sure, loud sure. it doesn't it doesn't get confrontational we hold Passive our resentments aggressive. tight right and we'll hold on to them for a long time and let them fester until they come out at the worst possible moment Healthy. yes indeed <laughs> indeed all right Jorge? i'm like with travis our family we just play loteria and it's just cards you flip cards and it's like bingo basically what with pictures 
Uh, we just try to keep it friendly. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We'll talk a little trash. Yeah. I was in yeah, when I was yeah. in Durham earlier in the summer, and I was playing um, gin rummy with my three cousins. One of them kept losing, and my other cousin was giving him the <laughs> absolute business, and I was actively piling on you guys the entire time. No, 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 no. We didn't play for money. Just for fun? No, and also, you know, elevators might have been taken to different floors. You know what I'm saying? Like, things... <laughs> Things were, you know, things were a little loose in the basement. So, you know, but yeah, I'm down for being active. It's just when you start flipping tables and stuff, it's yeah. like, come on, get it together. Well, this is no surprise for you, but my family cannot play certain games. <laughs> this there does are, not surprise uh, also, me at all. Both sides of the family, not just not just dad's side, not just mom's side. It's both sides of the family have issues with. There are certain games we can nev- no longer play. One what of are them the is games? Monopoly. Okay. Because uh, a cousin that he is not to be named is that he has flipped multiple tables um, due to wow. it. Another is with my dad's of the family, it's Spoons. Have you guys ever played Spoons? No. So no. it's a, essentially it's a card game, but at one point in time you have to, there's a bunch of spoons in the middle of the table and uh, oh. there's one less and so you have to grab a spoon when everyone starts to grab a spoon. Tables have been broken. That is why wow. no longer we can wow. play spoons. They got games with like, tables plural. props. They've yes. got spoons. Yes. What's the game you guys play with the hammer and the Oh yeah, yeah. Um uh uh stump game. They they throw hammers in the air and catch them and drive nails into a stump. It's a very fun game. It wow. sounds like a ton of fun, I, but it also sounds like there could multiple again, things could go wrong quickly. a bit of a you know, redneck family. Oh, so I was gonna say. You flip it and there's yes. nails and then you have to hit it. You have yes. to catch it and then try to drive a nail with wherever you Okay, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Oh, yeah, no uh, thank you. No yeah, thank you. What could go wrong? I, no. <laughs> Uh, so, in addition to the Hey, we're all drinking? Yeah. 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 Somebody get Let, the hammers. Let's start flipping <laughs> low-grade weaponry. Somebody get the hammers. Low-grade weaponry known as tools. You, know? you get the 12-pack, the second 12-pack, I'll bring the hammers. Never mind. Nails? Are you nuts? <laughs> anyway. All right, so one last one for you guys. So, in addition to this very busy weekend of Disney and Taylor Swift, on Sunday, I had my playoffs for my kickball playoffs. team. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. Are you hearing this? So Disney? It's Taylor Swift? Kickball playoffs? Yeah, and then Rams camp. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> so my team was very competitive game. Was down to the wire. We were going into the last inning. We were up by one run, and uh, this team had been jawing at us and the referees the entire game. And we ended up having some plays that were questionable that called both against us and for us. Regardless, playoffs. our captain was drawing a bit of the umpire. So it's never okay to yell at volunteer referees or umpires. Jorge, factor cap. Fact. That's why they're there. You got to <laughs> yeah, You gotta take out your frustration on somebody. Go for it. Let them have it. All right, Trav? Never is the word that I'm hung up on here. Yep. Okay. Rarely is it okay, but occasionally. And also volunteer is my keyword, I, I too. Operative <laughs> word you're, there. You're, you're not wrong, but I... I it should happen in very rare instances, but I'm not going to put a never on that. Okay, so I'm saying, well, okay, what was the actual premise so I can get what it right is? Okay, it's never okay to yell at volunteer referees or umpires. This is a fact. This is a fact because, in general, the slippery slope that we've already slidden all the way down in American sports is the reason why you don't want to do this. You go to a youth game like you do. You go to a soccer game, go to a volleyball game. Get out there with Trav's kid on a baseball field. Even the paid umps are walking away because it's not worth the money. I'll tell you a story about Media League softball that I was doing in D.C. many years ago. Close call at the end of a game. It was a playoff game. These 
eight dudes from the National Press Club. I will never forget this. By the way, these guys were all like 50 and they took it way too Whoa. seriously. Take and it, it was easy. It was just like they all <laughs> yeah, dressed. They, they all kind of they all kind of looked like Groucho Marx slash the Bears. You know what I'm saying, guys? It was the weirdest group of dudes. Anyway, and they surrounded this umpire over a call that would have ended the game and like, you know, whatever, right around. I don't remember what the play was. And I I remember I jumped in and I said, what are you losers doing? Get a life. And that kind of spread them out. I was like, I don't even care. I was like, this isn't going to work. And guess what? Those same dudes approached your boy in the parking lot. They didn't know that my cousin was in the car. And so he got out and we were like, not quite the ice cube move, but it was like, boy, this, is there a problem? What are we doing? And I'm like, that's the slippery slope. Sometimes it happens on the moment. Sometimes it happens over the course of time. Do not yell. Do not chirp at the umpire. Is it bad that in this tale that you just told, I'm envisioning these guys all in those bear sweatshirts? I mean, it, that, basically, if it was wintertime, that's what they would have been wearing. That's exactly what they would have had on because they all had the goofy aviators, the terrible mustaches, and the awful, uh, whatever, mesh Best hats. way I've ever seen to deal with an umpire, this happened fairly recently with my son Michael's uh, game, high school baseball, um, summer league game, and the umpire was beyond terrible. Okay. Like, just, just like you couldn't play the game. He bad was so bad. And one of the coaches goes, okay, we're done. You're leave. We're done. We're going to do it ourselves. Wow. Guy goes, I get paid? He goes, yep, you'll get yep. paid. Just leave. And wow. the guy goes, cool. And just grabbed his, his uh, water bottle out of the fence and dipped. It was I'd never seen a coach fire an umpire in the middle. And of the I game. don't mind that because look, the people doing it now are just doing it for the money, and the money's not that great, and they're already getting yelled at. This is the problem with alienating people who actually want to be there. You know, the people who end up there are terrible. It was terrific. He That's got fun. kicked out of his. That's own a game. big Trav moment it right was, there. Yeah. Was, I'm like, wait, why is he leaving? <laughs> and I see the coach is like, just no, you're done. Get out yeah. of here. I'm See like, you this later. Is, this is terrific. He gone. All right. So you mentioned Walker Bueller a second yeah. ago. Uh, Dodgers keep winning. They beat the Padres two or three so far. Another game coming up in a little bit more than an hour right now. They're in first place, and they got a whole bunch of problems as you start looking forward. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A swift 710. Travis and Sleeve with Big CY filling in. If you're on the roads, watch out there on the five. There's a little construction halfway down to San Diego. And by the way, 77 degrees here in Los Angeles on Swift 710. See, normally you would do that and then the song would hit, yeah. and that's called hitting the post, but I just decided to do it anyway because I like this song. Also, Clinton, so she sang this song. She's saying Bad Blood. She paused at the part where Kendrick usually comes in, and I thought for a second that Kendrick was going to come out. It's in L.A. It's in Inglewood. Yeah, I would have thought for sure he came out. There was a stage that opens up, and it wasn't him. It was was like just a dancer, but I was like, that is such a tease. Yeah, that's tough. That would have actually made me mad. She's such a mega mega star that anybody she pulled would not be a surprise yeah that's right. what i'm saying that, that, like right yeah especially not in los angeles no no right. if she said hey you want to come out and do this it's more of a surprise that he was not there i was just gonna say the 
payoff for me was that it wasn't him. I thought right. when you started the story, I'm like, <laughs> it was going to be him. I would have led with that. I would have been so excited to see Kendrick. But I mean, would have been the second time I saw him in uh, SoFi because I saw him at the Super Bowl. So right. speaking of bad blood and umpires, uh, I umpired one game in my life, which was when my brother was in Little League and I happened to be going to the game. And so I showed up and I was going to the game because I was going to watch another game, like a baseball game afterwards in the neighborhood. Not that I didn't go to a lot of his games, but this one happened to be really convenient. So I get to the park, and I'm sort of looking around, and it's later than the game should have started, and nobody's playing. And I'm like, what's happening here? And they're like, oh, you know, the umpire this, the umpire that. And I was like, what are we doing? Give me the give me the mask. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, was like, I, I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? Did you like, have the proper equipment to I go behind the plate? I didn't put anything on, and I said, give me the mask because I just want to hold it in my hand. They were in Little League. Like I was, I, it was, it was reckless to a degree, <laughs> but I also knew the talent level of the league because I'd coached in the league, and I was like, I if I get hit in the face here, that'll be on me. It didn't happen, but. It was fun because I held the mask somewhere I, else. I, I know, but I remember that was partially what I was doing. To be clear, it was just a blocker at that point. But I remember it was funny because I got into it with one of the parents, and the guys. Go, I said, "Hey, buddy, look at me. I'm wearing Vans and a long sleeve T-shirt. The same thing I wear every day. Your kid has swung at three balls that were all outside of the zone, and two of them were inside the zone. I'm calling both of them. Short. Sorry, like over the course of the abs and thing. And I go, and by the way, it's Saturday, you J hole. You know, I said something <laughs> different, but and everybody sort of laughed, and like the commissioner of the league was there, and so when I left, she was like, "Well, what are you going to go do right now?" And I was like, "I'm going to watch this baseball game with my buddies. The same thing I was going to do before." She pulled a couple of Benjamins out of her pocket and gave them to me and was like, there you go. Thanks for bailing us out. No like, kidding. Yeah, That's so a good beer, payday. Beers, beers Usually you get a snow cone and a pat on the sure, back. Sure, but it was like for the sake of doing it and you know, people sort of you know, knew it was, it was good. So that was a good umpire story. Yeah, snow- the last umpire story I will be telling is in, I will never be doing that again. It's, it's not for everybody. No. It's not for me, and I do like to yell at him occasionally. It's just it's part part <laughs> of the game. Occasionally. Occasionally yeah, is look, what we're saying. Not, the, not the, the volunteer ones very rarely, but – not never. I'm just okay. going to say that. Right. It is a Hollywood Park Casino Fantasy Monday on 710. Keep listening for the cue to call. And when you do, be calling number 7 at 877-710-ESPN. And you win a draft party for you and seven of your friends on Friday, August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino with the 710 crew. Keep listening all day today. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino Eat, Drink, Draft. So, Dodgers... Didn't make a big move. You know, you saw Verlander moves and Scherzer moves. And yep. a lot of these big names have gone to other places. And Giolito goes to the Angels, who's probably one of the bigger names on the market as far as pitchers go. Sure. They were they operated in that middle tier. Get Lance Lynn. You get Kike Hernandez. You get Joe Kelly. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough from the, the, the um, Royals. You get Ahmed Rosario, who's been terrific for him. By since the by, he has been a revelation. For Noah Syndergaard. That's yes. like stealing. Um <laughs> But it was all in that middle, right? They didn't really address, which is the biggest problem, that the Dodgers can make the playoffs. They're probably going to win the division. They're, they're, they're going to be playing October baseball almost for sure. I think their probability is something like 97.5%. They're, they're locked in. Their pitching staff is still a wreck. Oh, it, it, yeah. It's a legit wreck. Kershaw will come back at some point, but this whole thing, oh, it's nothing. He's missed a month. It's, I mean, it, it's a month, so take it for what it's worth. I think he'll be fine when he comes back. Well, what it is is it's a month gone without him. It's a the, month, yeah. <laughs> and they've kept their head above water, so right. maybe it's just a matter of saving some some bullets for when it matters most. That's okay. the best-case scenario. So assume you have Kershaw. After that, you get Julio, who's been 
terribly inconsistent. Up and down at best. All over the place, especially dreadful away from Dodger Stadium. Right. Then you got Tony Gonsolin. Good luck with that. You got Bobby Miller. Good luck with that. Rookie. Rookie. And Lance Lynn. That's what you're looking at. By the way, can you tell the people how you described Lance Lynn when I texted you about the game? (laughs) He said... Larger gentleman getting by with mid stuff. Yeah. This guy's speaking directly to my heart. And I said, these are Travis Rogers activities. That's this exactly what I thought. Strong yeah. Travis vibes. Not lighting up the radar gun, throwing a lot of strikes, some loud contact here right. and there. But you know what? Hanging around. We're getting through right. it. Hanging We're, around. It's the fifth inning and yeah. I'm ahead. Anyway, so yeah, that was, so. I forgot about that. That made me laugh. But so they, they have all these guys, none of, with the exception of probably Kershaw, none of the way that you put the ball in his hand and say, feeling pretty good about it. Maybe Julio. Fact of the matter is, Atlanta's got better pitching. These look around. The Dodgers pitch. Every team that thinks they're good has better pitching in the starting five. And the Dodger bullpen for. is dreadful. Yeah. It's you basically have Joe Kelly, Evan Phillips, and depending on the day you catch him, Bruce Dargraterol, who still creates great anxiety for me. I don't I, I'm not a huge believer in what he does. They don't have enough arms to win the World Series. They, they have enough offense, and maybe it'll be one of those month-long things where Could they're be. just screaming hot and they score a bunch of runs. It's happened before, but this is not the recipe to win in October with a really thin starting rotation and a bullpen that passed a guy or two is complete question marks. This team, I at the beginning of the season, my thing was, all right, I know everybody talks about championship or bust, but expectation management is important. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm bringing that up now is because expectations are running directly up against management in the name of my guy, Walker Bueller. Pitching is a problem, as you just broke down. Walker Bueller has been out with his second Tommy John surgery for a man that is quite young. If Walker Bueller pitches this season, that is a problem for me. Not just because, not because they don't need him or couldn't need him, and not because he hasn't been working hard to come back. But there are so many factors at play, which is okay. First of all, we talk about the Otani situation. You're kind of loading up for next year, sure. Proverbially, you're looking at this is not a rebuilding year. You don't need to do that much, but you're clearly behind the eight ball as a result of what happened at the beginning of the season and it was almost evident immediately losing series to the snakes and the rocks and all these people you're like whoa what happened here these all these games all count the same if walker bueller is out on the mound risking life and limb at this age yet again we saw what happened to dustin may like i i I do not like that idea whatsoever and travis it's not just because of the injury risks in general it's because of who he is, and you know this from a pitching mechanic standpoint. He's a driveline guy, a full-go, max effort, every pitch pitcher. That is the biggest risk back for injury. Guys who just don't know how to deal without completely throwing their whole body into it. Terrifies me. It, it, it's a good argument, and I think that there's one reason why I'm okay with it. We'll do it next. All it's right. Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN.